up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil Believer Judgmental Podcast. And goodness gracious, what what we got here, Jay? What's going on here, to Jay? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's like 2012. This... Yeah. <laughs> we actually got Philip from Philip and Leroy Judgmental Podcast. <laughs> do you want to say hi to everybody, Phil? What up? What up? Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Do you want to explain everybody where you've been in like what four months? <laughs> going to work taking care of my family any more questions okay all right all right all right because <laughs> i mean you've been missing in action and we did like whoo how many podcasts we did jay we did jay and cuz two parts of jay and cuz we did some verses we did uh what sexual harassment and <laughs> oh well that's all yeah, good. Yeah, well, I've been listening and giving you feedback. Yeah, that's what I was going. I was going to say thank you for uh, listening and giving me your critique and everything. Mm-hmm. It was it was positive, so I appreciate that. I appreciate you did, even though you can't make the Philip and Leroy Judgmental Podcast, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> at least you at least you listen. At least you listen, and that's 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 uh that mean a lot. That mean a lot. But we'll it's the Corona, everybody, but. We'll we'll get back on track. We'll um, well, I've been working on a guest. Maybe that can happen next week. And I we got another guest uh, uh that's been asking to come on. So we'll probably be in the studio with Mike uh, uh, or what, like maybe in a week or two, maybe. So um, we'll get back. On. Looking at me like they might go back on strike and start shutting everything down. Yeah, I see that. Oh yeah. By the way. You know, um, you know, roses, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I had drove by there and it had a sign that saying cocktails and take out the go. So I'm like cocktails and take out the go. So I drove, I drove there. I, I guess it was around about maybe about four o'clock. So I drove around there around about seven. You know, they had tables and chairs outside. <laughs> <laughs> tables and chairs. Like you somebody's going to sit there outside. And have a drink and eat your food. Exactly. I wish I had pictures to show everybody. Like, who would sit outside and eat there? But sorry, you really want to be outside. Oh shit! You don't want to be outside eating over there. It's not a place that you want to sit outside and have a meal and eat and, and right. have a meal and drink. Plus, with two gas stations on both sides, you really <laughs> right a, a damn highway. <laughs> oh, you haven't been on you haven't been on Brewers Avenue in a while, so you know that's all tore up. No, I've been, been around there. Yeah, they look like they're working on a sewer system. So the so the whole street is tore up from from where Roses is all the way down to where the baseball field is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dirt and shit flying in your food while you're trying to stop and have a drink and eat. Right. It's all type of <laughs> dust. It's all type of dust. And you know when the when the construction workers leave, you know they leave all the cranes and all that shit in there. Mm-hmm. The the they dust and all that shit. Them people who who run that establishment, they just want money. That's it. <laughs> so, hey, if you got to eat outside with the dust, they let it be, as long as they're making their money. But it, you can't... I, let me just say this: they do make some top-notch chicken wings, though. I'll give them that. And I do like the broccoli and uh, broccoli and and shrimp uh, rolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best too. Mm-hmm. Well, you still can take it out and take it home, but shit, I wouldn't be eating nowhere near over there. Well, let's start off with uh, <laughs> let's start off with Andrew Gilliam. Andrew Gilliam ran for governor of Florida. 
and he got busted. He got busted in a hotel room with dude <laughs> overdosing with a dude in the room. So he he came out of hiding and uh he made this speech. It's not the full speech, it's just the uh news report. Andrew Gillum, the one-time gubernatorial candidate, is opening up on social media for the very first time since he entered rehab. And he's talking about my, the Miami Beach incident that led to his political downfall. Uh, our Louis Aguirre is in the news now with uh, those remarks for us yeah, today. Very Louis. transparent. Andrew Gillum posting that 11-minute video to his Instagram account, apologizing to supporters for letting them down and confessing that he needed to take this time to battle his demons. I had totally underestimated the impact... Here's a quick question. Did he always talk like this? Yeah, I, he did. Uh, and nobody knew, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Apparently not. All right. And I'm saying to myself, like, boy, that, he sound kind of odd. <laughs> that losing the race for governor had had on um, my life. Uh, and on the way those impacts started to show up in every aspect of my life. Former Florida Democratic candidate for governor Andrew Gillum apologizing to supporters and making his first public remarks since entering rehab in March. The shame that I felt from all of that, from the harm that I had caused was 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 tearing me up. <laughs> oh, it tore you up, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Governor's race to Ron DeSantis in 2018 had taken a toll on him that he'd been battling depression and struggling with alcoholism, as his father had done before him. And I knew that if I didn't want to recycle many of those same issues from my children, that I had to do something about it and I had to do it now. It was just one when police responding (laughs) to an overdose call say they found Gillum in a room at the Mondrian Hotel on South Beach with two other men. Police say Gillum was clearly under the influence. Though baggies of drugs were found in the room, Gillum has always maintained that the drugs were not his and that he never used them. Although I can't be what I would love to be uh, for you and for myself and for my community at this time, um, um, I hope you know that I couldn't be those things because I couldn't be what I needed to be for me first. And that's what I'm working on at this point in time. Gillum was one of the most popular Democrats in Florida and came within 34,000 votes of becoming Florida's governor. Gillum did not say that he would be returning to politics. Oh, shit. He, he also doing no politics. Are you kidding? We have the complete video at local10.com. We are- <laughs> See, he got so, caught. I don't like that at all. I so, felt so, so he, much shame and I was embarrassed. So him, so losing a government race caused him to get his back blown out in the hotel uh-huh. room. So, so he lost the governor's race, so he was depressed. By being right. depressed, you went and got oh, and alcohol. part of a, a male escort. Right. He didn't use the drugs, though. The drugs weren't his. Oh, please. <laughs> See, it's corny, too, that he blamed it on his, his, his dad's problems, too. Right. That's mm-hmm. a big scapegoat. That's corny. Right. Please. Uh, that wife knew what was going on. Well, she, hey, stayed, she stayed with him, I heard. Yeah, that's oh, all that's part crazy. of the plan. That's crazy. That's, I, they all in cahoots with each other. They all in the coups. Yeah, he she said his wife knows what I am and knows what I am not. She chooses to love me anyhow. <laughs> See, there you go and right there. You already go that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I, it sure beats working a nine to five, I guess. Do you yeah. work? I guess it sure be working nine to five. Like, look, if he, he get his back blown out, hey, look. 
guess she, as long as you use protection, I guess that's what she's thinking about. She know what's up. She definitely do. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna talk about we staying in Miami and we're gonna talk about that uh uh prisoner. What's the what's the prisoner's name? The prisoner that uh I don't think I even had a uh uh news clipping. The uh prisoner that and uh that got beat by the by the by the uh correctional officer and the prisoner got charged. Okay, yeah, I did see that. that you Mike Neal. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I have, I do have it. I just didn't have yeah, it up here. Yeah, Mike, Mike Neal. Mike Neal. Uh, Mike ne- Delmore Lumpkin is the correctional officer. Hit Mike Neal. I guess they were arguing and having some form of form of discussion. Delmore Lumpkin just jumped on top of him, just started punching him in the face while his hands was cuffed, and the inmate got charged. Here's mm-hmm. the uh, audio. Cameras also captured the moments a handcuffed inmate was repeatedly punched by a corrections officer. But in the end, the officer wasn't the one charged. The local 10's Roy Ramos is live now in West Miami Day with what led up to this beating behind bars. Roy. Calvin and Nicole, this all happened in April of last year, right here at the Metro West Detention Center when in Corrections officer told an inmate to get back to his cell. Well, that inmate refused. There was a verbal confrontation and then punches start to fly. But keep in mind, this inmate was in cuffs the entire time. You are looking at surveillance video that shows Miami-Dade Corrections Officer unleashing more than a dozen punches on handcuffed inmate Mike Neal. (laughs) In the video, you can see Lumpkin push Neal twice before the two are seen exchanging words. Lumpkin then pummeling the inmate for more than 10 seconds and only stopping after he is pulled off by other guards. Neal then seen escorted away, still in cuffs, with a cane in his hand as Lumpkin followed behind. Local 10 learning the Miami-Dade State Attorney's Office did file charges, but not against the guard, against Neal. I reached out to civil rights attorney John Byrne, who is representing the 45-year-old inmate. He provided me with this statement that read, A correctional officer repeatedly beat a handicapped and handcuffed inmate, and when it was over, the inmate got charged with a crime. It's outrageous. We can't allow such treatment to stand and intend to do our part to get justice for Mr. Neal. While we learn Neal is now facing a number of charges that include arson after incident reports we obtained say a half dozen times he broke or tampered with a jail's fire sprinkler system. He also has a criminal history that included charges of battery on corrections yeah, why would you officers. Bring this shit up? The report we obtained for this incident details how Lumpkin instructed Neal to go to his cell. He said he refused going to another inmate's cell, grabbing items from a door flap, then telling Lumpkin to move or he would knock him out. <laughs> and it may have been hard to do that while that inmate was still in handcuffs. Now, I right. about correct- to say the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, provided us with uh-huh. a statement telling us that corrections officer has since been placed on administrative duties pending the outcome of their investigation. As for Neil, he does remain behind bars here at the Metro West Detention Center being held on no bond. We're now in Doral. Roy Ramos, Local 10 News. And there they go bringing up uh, past shit. The crimes yeah, they, they, they always do that. Yeah, yeah. that has nothing to do with Right. They don't have nothing to do with him being handcuffed and being punched like that. Well, yeah, my, my man, man was wilding out on him, man. He was going right. crazy. My man had yeah. some type of flashbacks or some shit. Yeah. Hey, look, it's Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida is always some type of shit going on. You want to <laughs> you want to laugh? You want to laugh and, and, and uh, you bored? You want to laugh? 
All you got to do is go to like a ABC Miami, Florida, search that and go to their website. You'll see the most craziest shit people do down there. I don't know what's going on with Florida. I don't know if it's the heat or just like something spiritual or nothing, but it's just always straight lunacy. That's why I ain't never going down there. What'd you say, Phil? I said Texas the same way. And Louisiana also. Yeah. And uh, Memphis also too. Memphis always some wild shit going on. It's the South. Your favorite. Speaking of the South, good segue, Jay. Good segue. Your favorite rapper, T.I. Your favorite rapper, T.I. <laughs> doing a breakfast club. Talking about uh, in your state, Asheville, North Carolina, with us, with the reparations. And so your, boy, T. I., your boy, T.I. said they should give black people $44 billion. Here's the audio. Good luck with that, T.I. Good luck. I hope you find what you're looking for. I'm not just in this on my own by myself. I- oh, this ain't the this ain't the whole uh, interview, and this is also kind of long. It's, this is seven minutes, so if y'all want me to stop, just say something. I am enlisting. I also called you, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. I am enlisting the minds and strategies of people who have more. Inf- Question: Do anybody take him seriously when he talks that like that? My Probably thing is, why we got rappers? I was gonna say, why we got rappers always talking about this shit? Well, that's just a black thing. But what you say, Phil? No, I said probably people in Atlanta do. Okay, because do you think when he sit down and he go to wherever his record company is, and it's just a room full of white folks, do he talk in that high pitched voice that way? <laughs> that's a good I don't question. Know. That's uh, a yes. Good question. Yes, Clifford. Yes. Yes, I'm Clifford. How are you doing? <laughs> All right, here we go. But that's a black thing, Jay. You never see, you never see a country artist, a, a pop artist, a rock and roll, a heavy metal, whatever you want to call it, speaking out on issues. It's always I've never black. seen that in no other country period it's just us right. who do that all the time it's like if you want if you want someone to talk about the economy they're not going to go to a black person who's like studying or teaching economics they always end right. up going to some some rapper or some shit yeah mm-hmm. and a trapper a, a guy who can a trapper. trapper yes right a trapper talking about reparations they do that it's, yeah. it's a black thing and there's always somebody they either athlete or or actor or a musician. Those oh. are black leaders. Yo, the ice cream truck came oh, yep. oh, by the way, it, it they came before when we was looking at Andrew Gilliam. But shout out to Mr. Softy again, <laughs> or the fourth member of the uh, he's pit Mr. Softy's pissed because Philip took it took Mr. Softy's <laughs> Now now they back again, Mr. Softy. When you whenever you uh you want some ice cream? All you got to do is open your front door when you hear that sound. The ice cream man is coming. Shout out to Method Man, Drew Down in the Loonies, and Master P. Yes, sir. Information to me, who are smarter than me, who may have a different perspective than me, uh, and who have a different position in the financial uh, structure of, of, of society to me. So I ain't just trying to, Jay, you know what I'm saying, come up with something that I'm trying to benefit myself on. This is something that I feel that the entire diaspora 
of, 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 of us who have been victimized in America can benefit from this. And all we got to do is stick together. So is this what reparations looks like to you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. The thing is, when people say reparations, they think about a one-time payout. I don't think it's ever going to be no one-time payout. No. You know what I'm saying? We have to we have to create an economic base. That's what we lack right now. We do not have an economic base. We have uh, the value of our spending power, but when we take that dollar and, and, and put it outside our community, then it, it's not an economic base at, at that point anymore. You dig what I'm saying? We just kind of throw, it, it benefits It benefits others at that point. For it to benefit us, we must create an a self-sustainable economic base. And I feel like having equity in companies that have been proving to be financially profitable over the past Call it 400 or so years. Right. So <laughs> having a percentage in companies like that, I feel, will develop this economic base and allow us to build our communities uh, the way the way we have been in need of for hundreds of years. Do you see the, uh, that Asheville, North Carolina agreed to give reparations? I'm going back to the, the Lord of London thing. But I did. To give reparations to the, to the black citizens there? I did. Yes, I did. Uh, and and I think that's noble. I think that's a great start, you know. Uh, but but I don't think. Did you notice that he started off the interview in that high pitched voice, but then he started talking regular? He talking to Charlemagne. What's that supposed to mean? He talking to Charlemagne. You said you said earlier about how uh, if he ever talks like that in a room filled with uh, uh, record label execs and stuff, he's talking to Charlemagne. It might be a little bit different. Oh, what, like the brother-sister speech type of talk? Yeah, like he started off <laughs> high-pitched and now was going back down to, you know, his normal uh, talk, uh, speaking voice. So yeah. Remember, Phil, remember, Philip, got, when you got upset at the taco lady when she gave you the brother-sister the brother -sister talk? <laughs> what happened? Remember when you, uh, what did she say to you? She said something to you, like, in a way that she wouldn't talk to a regular customer when we was in the taco uh, uh Place the taco place on uh 15th Street. Oh, oh yeah. And I said, no, y'all got to talk said, about that. I said all she is is giving you the brother sister talk. I forget what she said, but it was oh, in a uh, way that. Let me see. Um, I went in and ordered tacos. You get like three, I don't know, ten dollars or something. So, I was, and I was going to mix up the you know the different meats, a chicken, a beef, and a steak. And she said, uh. It's three tacos, but you can't mix it up. You got to pick what you want, and all three of them got to be the same. That's what she was saying. So then I said, well, that's not what it say on the board. It just says, y'all, these are the different type of meats y'all have in three tacos. It don't say I have to pick a certain one. So then I said, all right, you know what? I ain't going to argue with her. Let me just get, uh, let's go with steak. So I said, let me get steak. And then she said, won't have no steak. <laughs> <laughs> so I said on the board right here it says chicken, steak, beef. Like steak is one of the options. Now you're telling me it don't have it. That's how I start the conversation started. But I was getting pissed because that's one thing that burned me up. If a store is supposed to have something, you ask for it and then they tell you we don't have it. I'd rather you mm. put something, put a piece of tape up or something that says we don't have this, so people would know ahead of time. You know what I mean? Right. I forget. Right. I, I forget the uh, shit you said to me. But then you said she was flirting. And I was like, no, I'm just trying to get my food. I ain't paying her no mind. Right. And she was like doing like the, the brother, the brother, sister talk. And because, uh, you know, she wouldn't have talked to anyone like that. 
uh, another mm-hmm. customer like that in the store. And I'm like, damn, relax. She, she all she is is giving you the brother sister sister talk. Because I had I had <laughs> oh, yeah, asked her bad. when I asked her uh, for the three tacos, she said, "What kind do you want?" And then I said, "What kind do you have?" And then she said, "It's on the board." Instead of just running off like four different topics, she just told me it's on the board. So when I looked on the board and I saw steak as the option, then I asked for it. She told me we won't have steak. I'm like, what the fuck? She's being a smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it, uh, Jay. Uh, Philip Food Adventures is a that should be an episode of this podcast. Yeah. How, how is that my fault though? Uh, hey, look, you <laughs> always have problems in a restaurant for some reason. <laughs> it's you. It's it's got to be you. You heard what happened. I said, let me get the steak. She told me to look on the board. I say steak, and she told me we won't have that. Well, why the hell is on the and board? Then, you send me to the board. She could have said anything all, except steak. And, and then always something ain't right when you eat it. That this ain't done right. It's always something with you and food and if restaurant. The food, if the food is made right, I don't complain. <laughs> oh, but that. you but you always complaining though. Because they're always not made right. They fucking. <laughs> Oh, that's an episode in itself, Jay. Uh, 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 Phillips Food Adventures. You have you been having any food adventures during this Corona? What do you mean? Have you have you been going out for lunch? No, not really. I ain't been messing oh. around. Like that. All right. So when winter when winter come, everyone, we'll have a, a another story of Philip and and restaurants ordering mm-hmm. food. So I mean, right, this is too cold. Oh, man, they gave me the wrong thing. I asked for mustard. They didn't put mustard on here. And, and look, look how he put the mayonnaise on there. Stop. Now you oh, now the funniest you one. The funny. No, no, no. Hold on. The funniest <laughs> one was when, when in a hot dog stand, I looked at that man. That man put the he put the ketchup and mustard. He put it on the road, Jay. Then he put the hot dog in it. Then Philip goes, and I I don't eat it. I don't well, I don't eat meat, but I don't uh uh I didn't I don't eat the hot dog, but I'm looking at him do it. And Philip gets it, and then he complains that he put the mustard and, and the ketchup <laughs> on the bun. Well, I'm well, like, did you just see him do that? No, I didn't watch him make it because you expect people to put the bun on a, the hot dog on the bun, then they put the mustard, ketchup, and all that stuff on top of the hot dog, not underneath it. But you saw him. It up, yo. <laughs> but y'all saw you seen him do it. I didn't watch him make it. No, okay. <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, this stuff right here, uh, Jay. This is what happens. No, yeah, you so need your you, own show you, for that. You, 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 hold on. You felt a you felt the reason why I want my condiments on the top of the hot dog. All right, but no, 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 no. You no, saw no, him no, do no, it. No, so you looking right it. at him, and you saw, in saw him. of him, but I wasn't watching him make the hot dog. Who watches? Okay, so you. You tell him what you I want do. To put it on it. I didn't have a hot dog, and I I saw how he was well, making it. I don't know it. why you zoomed in on it. You were so concerned. You should have said, oh, oh, put that ketchup on top. That ain't my hot dog. All right, man. The, <laughs> no, bottom, the, the bottom line is, if you put some dry-ass onions on top, and you go to bite, they fall off. If you put the condiments on top with the onions, everything kind of stick together. And my man probably thought you was cool with it because he was making hot dogs that way. He'll put the mustard and ketchup on a the bun, then he'll put the hot dog on there. The only backwards person in the world that make hot dogs like that. I gotta get that. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all want me to continue with the TI? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Asheville 
North Carolina or any city in America, any one individual city in America has enough to, to get us what we what we truly need. I, I, and, I, and what we can't afford to do is accept trinkets, is accept crumbs, drops in the bucket, a $1,500 check. We can't, we can't do that now. I ain't going for that one. You can keep it. I won't accept it. Nope. Yeah, because they're not giving. They're not even giving direct payments. It's like they say they're gonna make investments in the areas with black residents. This is my goal. My goal is to get every black person in America that's a descendant of slavery one million dollars at least. Oh, stop. That take about forty-four trillion. Stop! 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 stop. Oh, yeah. One million dollars for every for every black. He said African American person, black person, a million dollars. Descendants of slaves. Descendants of slaves. Descendants don't a million dollars each. Yes. From where? Like, because I didn't, I didn't see the whole thing either. The whole what? The whole interview. Oh, and he just interview. said something about. He just said something about how like, oh, I won't accept trinkets, but y'all got to give me a million dollars. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Where's that a million dollars going to come from? The government. So they could just magically pull money out yeah, the air can. and give it to every single... I mean, yeah, they can, but, like, sir, come on, man. Sir, we, you know, you know sir, what I mean. They, sir, you putting way too much story in this. You know this shit is a pipe dream. I just, li- I just like to hear it because it's fun. <laughs> I want to... <laughs> you putting way I, too much story. Where's the so money? Like, they ain't gonna give us no 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 uh um reparations. I'm sorry. See, this is what I was talking about last time though. It's like reparations shouldn't be the whole solution thing should not be put I mean it should be put on the shoulders by like certain people in power, but you still gotta go through the people in general who are gonna receive those reparations anyway to come right. to some sort of like um compromise. Because ain't mm-hmm. no way in hell they're gonna give no billion dollars. <laughs> that's funny no i think wow. they, gotta, they should do something they probably should take like whatever they gave uh the japanese or the jews and figure out how much they got and just do it like that mm-hmm. at least to get like a, a number a starting point you know what i mean yeah i mean he does say I, some good things about like starting a foundation or a base but like you ain't going to it's going to turn into chappelle show you give everybody a million dollars that, that's yeah. offensive here. No, that's offensive that you said that. Why? Because it would, you, not, it would so you, be it would be think, so you so you actually think when you you give a black person a million every black person a million dollars, they're gonna run out and buy Cadillacs or is that it's, out no, there? No, 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 no. See now you're going too far. Like now you're going too far. What I'm saying <laughs> is is that <laughs> no, see you need to listen. What I'm saying is is that people like are not gonna spend <laughs> responsibly people are not gonna spend <laughs> responsibly. It don't matter what, what background they are. Uh, those Genesis. Those, oh, how about we all go out and buy Teslas? <laughs> Teslas and and jewelry. This That's offensive. Talk- not see now you you trying to be funny. What no, I'm trying, I'm not to, trying say to be is, funny. That's offensive what? that you mentioned. It's going to turn into a Chappelle, Chappelle sketch because we're not- going to go out and buy Cadillacs. You ain't listening though. What I'm saying is it's going to be it's going to be like that for anybody. It don't matter what your race is. People are going no, to spend stupid. They always say with black people, though. 
I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about people, period. You give people a million dollars right now, everybody, everybody, what are they going to do? No, 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 no. You said it'll turn, turn, turn like the Chappelle show, right? What was the Chappelle show? What was that See, sketch nah, about? No, you're getting too particular. What, I'm, what I meant was that people are just going to spend their money, period, and not plan it. That's what I'm talking about. You're over here looking at particulars. It seems like you're trying to clean it up. No, you're I'm not trying some, to. You heard what I said. You're gonna Go have ahead. some that's gonna. <laughs> you're gonna have. You're gonna have some that's gonna blow it like that, but not right. the majority. Exactly. Because you can take this money and hell, you can in Philadelphia, you can buy a damn block and rent it, fix it up, and rent it out, and still mm-hmm. have money left over. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Jake. No, we all nah, not in the. Nah, no, no, God, no. You, you shut up, Junior. <laughs> you, you know exactly. No, you, you know exactly what I meant. You know exactly what I meant. Don't no, even I try didn't. to play me like that. Don't even <laughs> try to play me. As much, nah, as much as the stuff that I've been saying before, you know exactly mm. what I meant. Don't be trying to put words in my mouth. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'm gonna finish it. Well, hell, it's seven minutes and we only in three minutes in. Uh, here we go. So that's my goal. So I'm working up on 44 trillion. You know what I mean? 10% of Lords of London, we 5.6 billion there. So we're going to have to, you know, build that and grow it into 44 trillion and everybody get a million bucks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Lords of London is an insurance company and uh, they insured slaves back then. Lords of London is still out now. They still do insurance, uh, life insurance. Guess what? The worst that can happen is you get a million dollars. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst that can happen. Hey, no, the worst that can never be bad. A million dollars, and it's, guess what? Anyway. A million dollars is never late. <laughs> I heard different bone crusher, man. Hey, man, a million dollars is always on time. I don't give a damn if you post it, got it Tuesday, and it don't come to Friday. Like, you know what? It's right on time. Just on time for the weekend. Like, it, a million dollars is always on time. It ain't never late. So... Everybody who feel like you should have had, and you, you know what I'm saying, and, you, you, and, and, and your childhood was fucked up. And hey, man, now's the perfect time to get your shit together. And here's how we do it. <laughs> hey, that's one of my favorite expeditiously podcasts. The one you did with Bone Crusher and um, the brother yeah, who pretty you the added crew. What's his name? PK. Yeah, Pretty Ken. Man, because it's, it's, it's yeah. just like Atlanta got such a rich history in hip hop. So to hear y'all two, three Atlanta natives just really talking about Atlanta was like real eye opening. That was a that was that was one of my favorite ones. Hey man, mine too, bro. I feel like man, Bone Crusher and Pretty Ken, man, have so much, so much knowledge, wisdom, and perspective. You know, as an Atlantan that watched this go from you know a small a small town that most people consider country to 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 becoming a me- a mecca and metropolis for hip hop and fashion and culture. Uh, I think we, we 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 just have like seeing it from then to now is so much to talk about, so much to consider. Nobody's ever going to agree to just give you money unless you create a significant amount of leverage for yourself. True. And the only way you can do that is you must band together and 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 create collective strength. And I feel like that's what this is. We ain't gonna ha- we, we can't wait on no judge to bang no gavel and no settlement on our behalf. It's not gonna happen. We can't wait on the government to say, you know what? They deserve this. This is the right thing to do. It's not gonna happen. You gotta force somebody's hand and put somebody in a position where they have absolutely no choice 
but and that's what this is this is a this is this is a, this is a matter of morality it's not a legal matter this is a matter of morality so you've already said that you know morally you're ashamed of the role you played mm -hmm. okay well now i'm showing you how to fix it let's see how ashamed you are of it let's see if you really mean that if it's just lip service and you just talking like all the other fancy white men been doing for the past 400 years to us this country and our position in this country was founded on violence intimidation and fear tactics you know what i'm saying so how so the way you begin a situation is the way it will end mm. you know what i'm saying our journey from our native land over to this country, our journey in this country from the time we got here up until today has led up to this. And we've seen all indications that this is what it should lead up to. Mm -hmm. I have no other reason to believe anything else is a reasonable outcome. So, I mean, although I hate it, uh, and I, I mean, but I, it's inevitable, I feel like. You know what I mean? Until we stand up and do something to stop the atrocities that happen to us, they will persist. What, what does that look like? What does that standing up to stop it look like to you? Uh, I think it's a lot of different things. That's not a that's not a, 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 a monolithic answer. That's like, that's a very diverse, because <laughs> we're dealing with a diverse set of problems. Uh, gotta give it up to T.I., your boy. Gotta get up to your boy. Danger boy, Jay. Why you gotta put me on the spot with you, my boy? Yeah, because I'm, I'm yeah, he's the king of the south. <laughs> he's trying to get y'all reparations. Oh lord. Yeah, uh, it, that, I, to me, that, that's too much talk because it ain't never gonna happen. It ain't never gonna happen. But he was making a lot of sense, though. Hmm. Oh, he was. Even with the big words, <laughs> I mean, when he hit that as... monolithic, boy, when he hit that monolithic, boy, it looked like he was kickboxing with that word. <laughs> 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 yeah, they always now. That's that when it comes to fine. Um, when it comes to reparations, that's a financial question. Yeah. Now you should get a financial analyst, not a damn rapper, but that's what we do. That's how we yeah. do. The next story is about the uh, the former Free Library of Philadelphia director, Sharon Reardon, resigned from the racial discrimination in the workplace. You can't even you can't even get paid the same amount of money as a white person if you're black in a free library. Here we go. We are following breaking news this evening. The director of the Free Library of Philadelphia has resigned. It comes after allegations of unequal treatment of African-American employees. Eyewitness News reporter Matt Petrillo has the story from Fairmount this evening. Matt? Yuki, African-American workers in the library system have been making complaints for years. And today, city council members told us the director's resignation was a long time coming. We called on this last year. Uh, that it was time for a change. Philadelphia Council Member Cindy Bass grew tired of the excuses. Last week, she and a few other council members had a phone meeting with Savon Reardon, 
the director of the Free Library of Philadelphia, they wanted to address years of concerns of racial inequality in the workplace and what council called a lack of action from Reardon. Essentially, she hadn't done anything because she needed the last few years to really get an understanding of the issue of racism, which I just personally found to be inc incredibly insulting. Reardon was the first woman to serve as the director of the library system, but her tenure was overshadowed by complaints from black library workers in recent years. Some can now be read in an Instagram account. One library worker wrote she was told she smells bad after she had on ethnic oils. Others point oh, out shit. they make less on average than white staff. Can you think of anything that starts with the letter F? The complaints also prompted several authors and even this children's music performer to cancel virtual events for the library earlier this month. We've canceled that because uh, so we can be in support of the concerned black workers of the free library system. In a statement, Philly Mayor Jim Kenney said in part, our administration stands in solidarity with the free library's black employees and the countless others who have made their voices heard. And Mayor Jim Kenney also said that he appreciates the former director's years of service. Now, the mayor's office is working with the board of the library for the search on the on next president. Reporting live in Fairmount, Matt Petrillo, CBS 3 Eyewitness News. So you can't even work in a free library and wear your ethnic warriors on. No, but what? But what's this about smelling bad? Uh, she, she uh, the person wore ethnic oils. I guess it's one of uh, Muslim oils, uh, and the lady said she smelled bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know there was all this beef going on with the library. Yeah, I didn't know it neither until I saw that report. <laughs> it goes around everywhere. Right. Hey, we ethnic can't make... oils. Ethnic oil sounds weird, though. Uh, I guess it's like I, I'm assuming. Oil. Yeah, I'm assuming it's some of that that oil, Fifty Second Street oil. I I know you remember Fifty Second Street. Yeah, but just call them oils. Why you gotta say ethnic oils? Oils are oils. Uh, 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 Artie, what do you call what do you call an oil that's made from France? I don't do it smell the same. I don't know. Perfume, cologne. Right. Do it smell the same as the fifty second street oil? It depends on what you're wearing. Exactly. <laughs> it depends on what you're wearing. Well she didn't like it. I mean it sounds kinda messed up though to call something ethnic oil though. I'm wearing this stinks. Don't be wearing ethnic oils. Like <laughs> that's that sounds racist right there. That's 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 the point I'm getting at. Well, they said she was a racist. Yeah. <laughs> and she was, I'm pretty sure she was making probably six figures too. Yeah, of course. Well, our last piece is something that you didn't tell me about. You didn't tell me about the uh, lady that was, that uh, a guy, a barista, was told the lady, the customer, she didn't have a mask on, that he can't serve her because she didn't have a mask on. Uh, she took his picture and posted it on Instagram uh, saying, you know, he turned me down because I didn't have a mask. So people bound together on on uh, GoFundMe and gave the guy $100,000. Now the woman who didn't wear a mask wants to sue him because she thinks she, she deserves this money. Did, did you hear, hear about this report, Jay? Uh. I saw that. You know me. I, I'll, I'll see the headlines, but I didn't read too far into it. 
What about you, yeah, Phil? I heard, I heard the same thing. I heard about it, but I didn't read about it. All right, here we go. A woman who went on social media criticizing a young Starbucks barista for refusing to serve her because she wasn't wearing a mask is now planning to sue. That barista received $100,000 in donations from strangers. As ABC tennis reporter Leah Pazetti explains, the woman now wants part of that money. And I wanted to bring awareness about the discrimination. Amber Gillis says she posted this photo of barista Lennon Gutierrez after he asked her to wear a mask at Starbucks. The caption reads, meet Lennon from Starbucks who refused to serve me because I'm not wearing a mask. Next time I will wait for cops and bring a medical exemption. That post exploded online. Then a GoFundMe for tip money for the barista surpassed $100,000. Gillis says she has medical problems, but also says masks are not effective. One of them, I get shortness of breath, dizziness, and it messes with the heartbeat. Um, and I do have asthma as well. So I do have, and I do get- So pause. Um, when a white person does this to a night, another white person, is the woman a Karen? I don't have an answer for that one because I don't really care so that's about That's not the, the same situation. You mean if, she, if a white woman called the cops on another white person? Well, she tried to get him in. It's kind of sort of she tried to get him in trouble with the with the Instagram post. Yeah, no, I think if she would have called the cops, she would have been in the uh, Karen family. Mm -hmm. but, but since she didn't, you can't really call her Karen. She so, so Amber's not a Amber's not a Karen. <laughs> I don't care what she is. She wrong. <laughs> you wrong. Here we go masking so there's several things going on and not only that it doesn't even work she did share two pieces of paperwork to show what she calls a medical exemption this 2015 doctor's report she shared shows analysis of her uterus and an ovarian cyst and this handwritten note with a san diego chiropractor's letterhead that she asked us not to show says she has quote underlying health conditions that prevent her from wearing a mask she says her post about so a chiropractor going to make a note saying that you can't, you don't have to wear a mask because of a health condition. What in the world does a chiropractor have to do with your respiratory system? <laughs> and what the hell does a, a an assist on your uterus have to do with you wearing a mask or not? See, that's don't what I was thinking. What that got to do with the other one? To her, right. it don't matter. They're doctors. <laughs> they work <laughs> in the medical field. So, hey, let it pass. All right, here we go. About the experience is a First Amendment right. It's discrimination and, and everybody's okay with it and enabling and rewarding that kind of behavior. And she says she wants half of the more than $100,000 <laughs> donated, which was given to the barista in cash last week. I don't care if he gave it to Lennon, He's, I'm going to sue him for half of it. She says the lawyers she's spoken to about taking her case are expensive and she can't afford one yet, so she started her own GoFundMe to raise money for herself. When asked if she has any apology or message to the public. Uh, no, absolutely not. I feel like I need the apology. I've been discriminated against. I'm the one who's sick. Lee Upsetti, ABC 10 News. Matt, the creator of that GoFundMe, says he and Lennon, uh, he and Lennon, the barista, both have legal counsel now just in case Amber Gillis does try to file a lawsuit. So she's going to try to take that young man's money that somebody get, gave to him just because she's pissed off. Man, everybody's offended. That's why that's why I snapped earlier. I was like, dude, don't be. I'm offended. Everybody's offended. Everybody's offended, like no matter what the issue is, everybody's going to find something and say they're offended by it. In this case, you know, I wonder, yo, I wonder how much money she, she raised already. 
Because you know somebody's uh, giving her some money. Probably. Probably. Uh, I can't. I really don't. See, the thing is, you don't really have to wear a mask if you don't want to, but they don't have to let you in their store if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand how people think they got all these, these rights uh, or any kind of way they want. She raised $1,931. I guess this is uh, her. Yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> I knew that. I knew someone was going to give us some money. But yeah, you know, people like to... People... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What you about to say? Nah, you can go ahead. I was going to say, white people really come together. When they say they need a money and a GoFundMe, that GoFundMe shoots up. Sure so do. she got $1,900 just for being an idiot. Remember I told no, you I had a co-worker? She... I'm sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, nah, what I was going to say is, no, she's not an idiot. She's fighting for her rights. Oh, okay. She's right. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, Phil? Hey, you said she just got $20,000, right? No, no, $1,900. Oh, $1,900. That's still more than what she had before she started to go for me. No, what I was saying right. is, I had a coworker. Her husband wanted a Harley Davidson. But couldn't afford it. So he started a GoFundMe. Don't you know this dude had like $600 in there as soon as he started it? You got to be put, kidding. I did, so, sir. She put up the So he didn't have story. any. Huh? He didn't have any type of health condition or he didn't get hurt. All he wanted was a Harley no. Davidson. People no. gave him money. She worked with me and she showed me. And I read the story. It was like my lifelong dream was to have a Harley and. I just don't see no ends to making it because I don't have enough money and I used to be married and just the long sad story and he had like $600 within like the first 20 minutes. I don't know what he find what he finally finished with, but she she had told me that, you know what I mean, one of my coworkers that she showed me. I couldn't believe. It. Well, it's like she's trying to rip people off. Hey, people are gullible enough to do it. Why not? It's not. It's not a. Rip, mm. It's not a rip off if it's laid out what it is. If you say you're broke and this is what you want, and somebody want to give you money, mm-hmm. it's begging, but it's not really ripping people off because they know what it is. Mm-hmm. Her lifelong dream is to have a Harley Davidson. It wasn't her. It was her and husband. They, her husband's lifelong dream to have a Harley Davidson, and they gave him money for that. Yep. Yeah. Well, this was fun, y'all. Phil, we probably won't see you again until, what I say, August? No, September, the leaves will be falling. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you see the um, uh, Snoop Dogg versus DMX battle? I did watch that, yeah. Oh, I'm so you want to be like... on the versus chat? Do you want to be on the versus chat with us? What's the versus chat? What are you talking about with us? How we uh, talk about versus? Just review it. Y'all see, y'all knowledge yeah. of... Uh... Your knowledge of rap is probably way stronger than mine. That's fine. We just covering the uh, uh, versus battle. All you oh, gotta do oh, is be, you know who you shouldn't won. be asking. No, you shouldn't be asking him if he wants to be on his own show, man. Well, we this is Philip now. We That's don't know. We cool, might cool. not see him until uh, September. Versus edition is a special edition, so you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you gonna be with us? Yeah. 
Oh, what? What in the world? <laughs> he is going to be with us when we do our versus recap. I don't know when we're going to. Uh, uh, you you watch it all, Jay, didn't you? I saw most of it. I was in and out on it, but um, yeah, 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 I, I saw it. You know what we can do? Uh, if the interview come come along on Saturday, right? We can do the interview. Sunday we can do this again, but with just with the verses uh, review. We can put up the verses review. That's that Sunday, Monday. I don't know what you want to call it. I hold hold the interview to put on interview on anchor until next next Sunday. So then we'll be like we'll have an episode in the can, a, a extra episode in the can. It, it's up to y'all. Yeah, that's cool. All right, Philip. Did you hear that? Yep. Uh oh. Uh oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited. I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited. Hey, like, you, ain't, you ain't you ain't got a, a wife and a, and a little baby running around. That has nothing to do with anything. You doing it now? Huh? You doing it now? Yeah, as, so what's as, the... I'm, as I'm rocking this baby on my lap, trying to watch what I say to her, and she repeat everything. That's fine. You we don't cuss like that. It's not fine. <laughs> so speaking of that, do you want to oh. talk about our uh, our uh, Redskins? Uh, <laughs> our Redskins from, from last week. What what is? Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was funny. At the time, I had a lot I wanted to say, but it's cool. Yeah, you had a lot, but you can't say it, huh? Uh-uh. <laughs> you talking about why... the? You talking about the thing? The woman? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, the sexual harassment <laughs> stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you can't say it, huh? No, so you'll be able to say, say it again? No. Nah. <laughs> so, so see, why you can't see, say that's the difference? That's the difference. Being <laughs> at home, I am at home. Yeah, but you're home by yourself. <laughs> Being hot because I, have, I can't. I have a wife. I can't turn on the air conditioner. Girls, that's here. Yeah, I can't turn on the air conditioner. So, and I had to turn the window. I had to put the window down. So I'm burning up. I got the fan here, but you know the fan is not going to reach all the way here in the living room. You love that. So, but I'm I'm guarantee you, you comfortable. You comfortable. So I don't understand why couldn't you, uh, the people want to know, why couldn't you be here? I just told because you. you have a wife and kid, you doing it now. There's a lot going on. <laughs> this, this was a struggle. Uh, Jay, you, you have a wife. You struggle? You have a struggle to get on here? See, nah, don't put me in that. I don't have a kid. <laughs> so. My wife is, I'm in in my bedroom right now she's in the living room so I, yeah i don't have a kid so i can't i can't speak mm-hmm. on that okay so this so this was a struggle for you because you can't say what you really want to say that's what you're saying that and plus what else is going on you know you know she's sick we got a nurse coming here all types of shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well it's good to see you i don't know when we're gonna see you so we're definitely gonna see you again on, on sunday you said, you said saturday we're doing it right Saturday, yeah, hopefully. I went around there yesterday, and she wasn't there. She wasn't there. So, Is she uh, back in town yet or no? I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, she has a birthday party for, uh, she has a birthday party. She wasn't here last week. So, she, uh, she wasn't there Saturday, this past Saturday. So, maybe her birthday is today. Uh, I'm assuming her birthday party is today, so maybe she'll be in there. 
but I don't know about Saturday. If everything work out right, we'll do do the interview on Saturday, and uh, we can do the versus uh, review on Sunday. And everybody, Philip gave his word that he gonna be here. Don't worry about what music and you don't know and stuff. All he is is reviewing uh, DMX is your favorite artist, one of your favorite artists. So you should be yeah. you should have been happy. Actually, and that was a good. I'm yeah, I'm a hold off. I'm gonna hold uh, off was, on some stuff I'm gonna say, but but go ahead and finish. No, nah, I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, you don't really need background knowledge for them to anyway, because everybody know them. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about some of the other stuff that y'all were talking about. No, the slept, the uh, slept on rappers and all this stuff. Oh, uh, well, you know, rappers that slept, some rappers that were slept on. It wasn't like we weren't picking like obscure guys. It was only what Tommy Wright the Third. I picked Tommy Wright the Third. Would you call casual obscure? Yeah, that he's obscure. But would you call casual obscure, Phil? I mean, um, Jay. Not really. I mean, MC Ren and yeah. Yeah. Would you call so casual is is obscure to you, Phil? Yes. (sighs) See, he had some success. And like I said, it was what? Okay, we'll put casual in the obscure list. So Tommy Wright the third, casual. Uh um uh what's the uh the 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 third member of um the beat nuts? Al Tariq. Did I pick? Yeah, Al Tariq. Would you call you would call Al Tariq obscure? See, kinda yeah. Go ahead. I don't I don't know. But that's fine. You still could have been on it. Just pick rappers that you think were slept on. I'm just talking about the ones that y'all were speaking on. I didn't even know. Some, that's some, fine. Some, dude, some dudes I've heard of, but if it was a million dollars mm-hmm. on the line to see these songs, I would lose that money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it don't matter for that. This is, yeah, like you said, it's slept on, a slept on rapper. That's That's it. So right, just something who you, you who you're familiar with, and you you know a little a few of their songs, but you just right. feel like they're not getting proper recognition. That's it. Right, because you could just you could say that that um you could say Pasta Noose is slept on. Now please tell me you know who Pasta Noose is. Who that? Who that? Oh my goodness, are you kidding? You See, kidding? That's what, I'm talk- that's what I'm talking about. De La Soul, man. I know De La Soul is a group. <laughs> Okay, so you should know Pasta News. I don't, I don't know their names. No. Pasta News is the glasses, the dark skin with the glasses. So you can say he was slept on. Matter. Yeah, that don't matter. Just yeah, just just people you listen to, you feel like they're not getting proper recognition. That's right. it. Right. Oh, st- stove guy cook. I guess you would call him obscure, but he just came out. So that that yeah, album that, that album's going to be on the uh uh best of 2000 list. That oh, you want to do something the... like that? Oh yeah, we can do that. Oh, that's going to be hard though cuz most of hell the most of the stuff I'm going to pick is is Griselda. I'll pick Stove Guy Cook and Griselda Records. Oh, I like the uh Royster 59 album. I like that. Well, that's the only thing that's going to be on there is is all the Griselda stuff. I didn't. Did the Griselda album come out in two thousand and twenty, or was that nineteen? That was this year, I think. I think. All right. Well, that was disappointing. That was that was disappointing. But the other stuff they released turned was good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, so nah, you don't. Yeah. You don't. 
Because like I said, we picked a few few known people, so it's, yeah, it's not like that. Right. Yeah. You know, you, 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 to find somebody, you know. Right. You could have just picked anybody that you think has slept on long as it's ten. It's your opinion. And it was and it wasn't a top ten neither. We just picked ten. So oh so you want to be in on part two, is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, ladies said, and gentlemen. If you go if you're going to oh. talk about the last verses. I can uh-huh. do that. I can do that. All right. So, what about the other verses? Which ones? Yeah. Do you the know anybody ones. else? We uh, we already talked about the other ones. Yeah, but I'm saying, could you? Could you do it? The ones that the uh, verses that already went through. Yeah, I, that I, we I that we already who did. I like and, and, and uh, who I thought won. If those go okay, well, you could have just did that then. You, you, uh, Jada like, Kissing Fables. You, you could have did, you could have did that with us. Well, I saw that kind of late. I didn't see that when it happened. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think my wife said she liked the Jamaican joint the best. That was good. Yeah, that was, that the, was best. the best one. That, that was, was the best, best one. one. Mm-hmm. See, I like Neo when that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then this is probably right up there with it. The, the Neo one was good. Um, the only ones I didn't... Well, I'm not a fan of Alicia Keys and John Legend. Not a fan of them. I didn't like the Erica Badu and, and Jill Scott one. What other ones I'm missing? I like Erica Badu music, but I didn't like that one either. Yeah, because they I did all like, that talking and all that girlfriend stuff with each other. But, yeah. I, I, was re- but I was reading comments and a lot of people love that. Women. Yeah, because it's Erica Badu and Jill Scott. It's like right, women. Uh oh, the one twelve one we did, the one twelve that was that was terrible. Yeah, that, it was yeah, terrible because like Jagged Edge didn't didn't use the same system that one twelve did, so you can barely hear them. Mm-hmm. And I like one twelve songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they won anyway, but you know, so Go ahead. I was gonna say just, just, just you know, watch it whenever it comes on. Just pick your favorite who, who won. That's right. It. And to be honest with you, okay. Now DMX and Snoop Dogg, those are big artists. Okay. So if, when I'm naming a song, you already heard them anyway. So it ain't really like you really don't really have to watch it all the way through. Yeah. So. Uh, we got Philip Book there, ladies and gentlemen. We got Philip Book for Saturday and Sunday. I, I can't wait. On the Philip and Leroy wait. podcast. Yeah, on the <laughs> Philip and Leroy judgmental podcast. You're right. I'm sorry. On the Philip and Leroy judgmental podcast. Uh-huh. We got him book, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I'm I'm in shock. You can't be booked for your own podcast. <laughs> That's you. That's you. You're right. You got that right. You got it right. <laughs> You sure are right. You can't be booked for your own podcast. You definitely right about that. So I, so I don't. I don't like the lingo y'all using. <laughs> no. <laughs> you sure are right. You're right. You don't have to be. You you don't book your own podcast. You got it right. Just say when the next podcast. What we gonna talk about? That's all you gotta say. You ain't gotta say no. No. <laughs> you right. You can't be booked on your own podcast. 
Now, now you're just trying to fluff this last minute. <laughs> no, I'm making, I'm making fun of you. I'm actually making fun of you when you just said that. All right, man. <laughs> it's good to have you on the podcast as you as you should be, you know. So yes, it's good to have yeah. you on the Philip and Leroy Judgmental Podcast, Philip. I told you to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the show. So of course we have to ask Jay, what's your social media? Uh I'm just here to do the interview. Uh, the podcast is what it is. I'm here to do the podcast. That's 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 my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, Phils, do you want to give out your Twitter? Nope. I'll be saying some crazy well, shit, and I don't need the world to see it. No, yeah, uh, I don't think so. Why you say that? What? I don't your, people, your Twitter? Nah, nah I don't, because I only talk to who I talk to, and I don't need new people asking me All right. crazy shit so, trying to get me fired. You don't do that. So uh, you can. Re- you don't. Your your Twitter is pretty safe. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, I said a few things here. That's why I said I better not run for politician. <laughs> well, you made me think about something too. Oh, I got a whole another show I can tell you at. Uh, I'll wait till we done recording. But you can reach the Judgmentals on Instagram at the Judgmentals. The two underscores, judgmentals, J U D G E M E N T A L S. And you can reach me on Twitter, Grand underscore Luchador, G R A N underscore Luchador, L U C H A D O R. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Jay. And thank you, Jay and Philip from Philip and Leroy, the Judgmental Podcast. That's too much shade, man. <laughs> 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 well, all right then. All right. All right.